Hello, everyone. This is Marianne uh, from Random Sage, and you're listening to this uh, podcast, Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light. Thank you all for uh, listening. Thank you all for watching wherever wherever you choose uh, to watch my podcast or listen to my podcast. It's available on Apple. It's available on Spotify. Uh, it's I have a website on Podbean, and I have a YouTube channel uh, dedicated wholly and solely to this podcast. I'm serious about it. I've made a commitment to it and I'm enjoying doing it uh, so far. It's weekly or semi-weekly. Um, and we'll just go with the flow and see where it takes us. I cover a variety of topics on this podcast, anything from current affairs, looking at uh, the what often seems to be chaotic uh, world global events uh, through the eye of uh, spirituality. Um, and I use whatever skills that I have in journalism, research and uh, divination to try and make sense of the things that, that keep us up at night, basically. Um, today, I want to talk about the paranormal because, yes, sometimes that does keep us up at night. Uh, I'm going to ask the question because the format of this show is that we will talk about uh, talk about a particular theme or themes, and then at the end we ask this big question and uh, either channel or pull, do some clairvoyance or pull some cards on it uh, and see again with the, uh, with the object of making sense out of what we don't understand, see if we can get closer to the truth. So the question that I'll be looking at today is uh, why do we fear? the paranormal. And I want to, I underscored when I was just putting together a rough mud map for this podcast, I underscored fear because it this is what keeps us from logically accepting that the afterlife does exist, that there are spirits and various different entities around. Uh, when we sense something, we walk into a house that we may not have been before or a, a very old location sometimes it's a it's a it's a grove of trees a particular part of the landscape where there could have been some kind of trauma in the past and we know it at our subconscious level that uh, little voice uh, at the back of our minds that goes wow and uh, you you know you you can feel the hair standing up on the back of your neck, that old saying. Um, and you just know, you know that something is not quite right. And when we have that feeling, our first inclination, fight or flight, when uh, confronted with anything fearful is to just move away, move away from it, ground ourselves in the everyday, um, I guess, the everyday uh, comforts. Um, watch our favourite game show on the TV or whatever whatever it is you do, your favourite van life on YouTube. Uh, you go out, you have a meal and a coffee and you talk, uh, you talk about, um, I don't know, sport, <laughs> recipes, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but you do things that are based in this earthly realm because to think about the afterlife is also to confront your own mortality. And, yeah. We, we're born and we die. Uh, and that's a fact. And we can't get away from that. 
So does the paranormal exist? It absolutely does. Is there an after afterlife? There's so much evidence out there that I feel silly even saying, is there an afterlife? Of course there's an afterlife. Um, and, you know, we, we've all had some kind of experience. Um, I had recently with the eclipse, it was a very a very uh, strong and potent time, the recent eclipse in Scorpio for me, because of, as I've outlined uh, in other, other communication uh, on, on my other platforms, I have a video YouTube channel revealing light tarot astrology and spirituality. And I do do weekly videos on that. And the eclipse, I did a reading on the, the eclipse. It was a particularly um, potent eclipse i have neptune in scorpio for those that don't uh, understand astrology scorpio is where the eclipse fell scorpio represents you know can represent the underworld what's underneath and comes to the surface it can represent the death rebirth and and transformation and it can also be scorpio uh is associated with the eighth house in the zodiac and that is the occult so we had an eclipse there. I my Neptune, which is that um, boundless, watery, emotional um, planet, something coming into form. We don't sometimes we don't know what's coming into form, and things can go out a long way, be way beyond the boundary before we start to bring it into form. Well, my Neptune in Scorpio is in the fifth house of expression. So I felt that eclipse um, really strongly. It was at 12 degrees as well. So, you know, double whammy. Um, and I had a series of dreams uh, about houses in the lead up to the eclipse. And one particular one, it's a reoccurring dream that I've had all throughout my life. That I'm in a house. The front rooms are okay. The, there's a, a back room that nobody goes into because there's evil that lives in that room. And just before the eclipse, I opened the door. There was a young girl in that room with her hands over her ears. Um, she didn't want to see. She didn't want to hear. And she was um, uh, literally paralyzed in the room with this evil around her. I extended, I opened the door, extended the hand to this girl and I pulled her, pulled her out of the room. I had to face uh, what I feared uh, in that room. Uh, and then in the lead up to the eclipse, some strange things started happening around me. Um, a camera fell off the table. I woke up in the middle of the night to hear the door of my attic, which has a particular spring-loaded type of sound, uh, like someone had opened up that attic door various other things occurred of course nobody nobody was in the attic at 3, 3 a.m in the morning uh and i still can't find a logical explanation as why the camera went off the desk i believe that the veil was very thin for me around the eclipse after the eclipse it was like something came to a catalyst and then everything calmed down now for those that watch me or listen to me you know that seeing an apparition in front of me while I'm reading is, you know, getting to be a, a reasonably common thing that, that occurs. And you will also see the orbs that fly around me um, while I'm reading. Uh, and in fact, there's one particular orb on my website if you want to go and have a look at it. I think I featured it um, 
under a heading orbs um and you get somebody slowed it down Joni slowed everything down for me um in the film and you can see what looks like a winged uh winged light being uh flying from the back of my curtains right over to me where i was reading doing a reading for 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 youtube so i'm no stranger to the paranormal but i'm also human uh, and so you've got to be fairly strong within yourself to understand that you have the protection, the light of protection with you. And uh, and that, I think, drives away uh, anything negative. Now, uh, in terms of the paranormal, there's also a curiosity around the paranormal. And in uh, America, Australia, England, the United Kingdom, there are a burgeoning number of paranormal investigators that are making videos and films about their paranormal investigations. And they're capturing so much evidence. And, of course, these shows often become very, very popular. Because we all want to know, is there an afterlife? Even though we become quite fearful, we, we want to know that. And they're capturing voices, what's called um, EVPs, voices on uh, on their equipment are coming over and saying things to them, full sentences. They're seeing um, orbs, they're seeing uh, apparitions, they're seeing shadowy type uh, of body-like images, um, and they're also getting documented evidence through uh, motion sensor type of equipment. Uh, it's quite sophisticated now, and what they call spirit boxes, which allows has a technology that allows sweeps through radio stations and allows spirit to talk through these devices. This is a big industry now. And it's a bigger, big industry and a growing industry uh, because people want to watch it. They want to see. And it brings the questions up. Why do earth, why do spirits become earthbound? Why are they even here? Well, I've got some thoughts on that. For the paranormal investigators, I think sometimes spirit has a bit of a sense of humor and will give them what they want. Sometimes their passed over loved ones uh, might be giving them a bit of a helping hand as well. Uh, and, uh, and, and again, that's documented as well. People that investigators have known that have passed over come through the spirit box and identify themselves as their passed over loved ones. Um, there's also, uh, this is probably the category that, that, bothers me the most. And that is, uh, just as you have negative and, uh, positive uh, human beings, you also have negative spirits and entities that refuse to move on uh, to toward the higher realms and stay earthbound because that feeds their negativity. Because the choice is always with us. Yes, the afterlife exists, um, but how we move through that afterlife is like we do in life, the choices are always ours. And so, you know, accepting responsibility for our choices is always uh, is always there. And, and again, in the afterlife, when we start to accept the why and start to learn the lessons, we start to move through into those higher realms. So I want to ask today, you know, why do, uh, why do spirits 
stay earthbound. Let's take a look at that um, through the uh, cards and ask that big question. Why do they stay uh, earthbound? Now, some, I do want to say before I uh, before I start this reading, I do want to say there are some spirits who want to stay around their loved ones um, in full consciousness of the choices they're making. They're not ready to leave their loved ones. They probably don't understand that once they do move on, yes, they can come back and there are ways that you can come back because it's all about service and assist your loved ones. But some people fear going forward and uh, and and the love that they feel for 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 their loved ones is just too strong and they decide to stay here, maybe uh, stay around these people until their loved ones until it's their time to transition. There's also um, people who aren't quite sure that they've died. They don't really know. And so they still are in this kind of loop where they think that they're still living their life. Um, and they're uh, probably that's probably the saddest case because they know that something's different, but they, ca they can't, they don't know why. And again, until they choose to remove whatever block it is that's keeping them bound, then they won't move forward. And then, there, of course, as I said, there's that category that really bothers me, and that's the negative entity that uh, deliberately stays earthbound to literally uh, feed off human, human beings and negativity uh, in negative situations, whether that is uh, people who are depressed, undergoing mental health issues, the vulnerable, people who are incredibly fearful uh, these kind of entities seem to gravitate toward uh, toward those situations. So there's a word of caution before, again, before I go any further, a word of caution to the paranormal investigators and a word of caution for me that I always live with. Be careful. Be careful what you're doing. If you're Look at your intentions for why you're doing it because that is really important. Um, there are certain things I will never do in uh in well i just don't do um any kind of paranormal investigation in my in my house um i just don't and there is no way having um used a, a, a ouija board when i was 18 or 17 something like that with a group of teenage friends um, and then we scaring us the living daylights out of ourselves. I've never touched one since, and I do not intend to ever do that again. I think they're a um, they're, they 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 I wouldn't use a Ouija board. I don't believe that the energy associated with Ouija boards is positive. Okay, that's my personal belief. So a word of caution, you know, don't. Don't undertake paranormal investigations in your own home. Uh, that's just downright silly because uh, you're inviting God knows what in. Even if you think you're strong enough to handle it, um, no. You need, in order to recover after a, a, a spiritual attack, you need your safe space and your home should be your safe space. So any paranormal investigators listening to this, take that. Uh, take that from me. Don't do anything in your own home. And when you're out uh, 
again, I know you've heard this millions of times, protect yourself, protect yourself, protect yourself. If you must do that, don't bait spirits. Uh, don't command them to do anything. Um, be respectful, be cautious, be careful, because this is a realm where you don't, you're not in it. They are. Um, and uh, and you don't, you can't access that realm in your physical body. So the advantage is all on them. All right. Why do uh, spirits become earthbound, please? Could you show me clearly? Why do spirits become earthbound? Why do spirits become earthbound? So I'm getting like a magician type of image clairvoyantly. Uh, we get the five of cups. Um, so uh, this is uh, loss, regret, passing over. Three cups are spilt. One is a uh, two are remaining. They can't move on. Whenever I see this card, I say, you know, you you need to let those three cups flow away. Let them, they are stuck in the past. What is the past or the their present moment, but their past? They are stuck in the past. They cannot let go. And they are weighed down with some sort of grief. Whether that, again, is unresolved, um, emotions, unresolved trauma, unresolved grief, negative type of emotions. They cannot, you see the way this person is looking, they cannot move on. They don't have the, the heart capacity or the, or the, the, the consciousness or the, uh, the unconsciousness. Their conscious lives on, of course, but their conscious is still weighed down with earthly emotions. Now, what is that cross by? And that is the star card. That's that portal of light. The choice is always there, theirs. And what comes forward to me is hope. If there is hope among these darker and more negative earthbound spirits, they will be able to move forward. And that's why gifted Mediums can explain this in the language that they understand and say to them, go toward the light. Go toward, find that hope where you go. If you can just look up and see the light and where you go, walk toward that. That is the light of hope. You are not forever damned at all. You always have that choice. You just have to look up. Now, we get the Magician card manifestation. I do believe, given that card came up or that image came up, part of their soul's purpose is to become earthbound because the learning doesn't stop once we pass, once we transition out of our earthly lives. Um, the Magician card man manifesting something. This is learning for all time. And it goes on uh, particularly sadly, for these earthbound spirits. The three of cups, and that's why I think you've got to be careful because any spirit that's been earthbound for any length of time, particularly a long time, could be quite dangerous. So we have the three of cups in the past. Their support is not there. Their loved ones have long gone. Um, a past, draw, draw to the past. 
their loved ones have long gone, those that stay, they don't understand that that support is not there. And the only way to get it is to walk toward the light and join their loved ones. They still don't understand that. What could be blocking them is fear. Now we have the chariot here. So there's always help here. There's always a way to uh, open up to be helped if they're earthbound. Uh, so for some, it could be that their death was so quick, they don't understand what has happened to them. Sometimes with car accidents also, these kind of tragic accidents that occur very quickly, it's difficult for them to know. And they get suspended, suspended in this realm or this layer of energy between the earth and the afterlife. And their, um, their job while they're there is to become aware. Once they become aware, they start to move forward into the higher realms. Some of them also have debts, uh, debts uh, and stay to help others. And I, and I did talk about that earlier in the podcast, um, that they feel like they have a debt to somebody. Unfinished business. And we have the Hierophant uh, is in the atmosphere around. Some may actually choose, and I know this is a little bit radical, some may choose because the Hierophant has the two fingers up like a decree. Some may choose to stay here to become aware, to be of service in some way to somebody else, um, almost like a guardian angel. Mm. I hope that's what moved the camera on my desk. <laughs> the seven of cups in the hopes and fears, uh, fear keeps them some here as well. So we're looking at multiple scenarios. They simply cannot, they don't know which, what to choose. Remember, it's all about choice. It's all about responsibility. We get the karma card in the outcome, the balancing of the scales, uh, the justice card. What was taken away is given back. So it is a uh, just process. These earthbound spirits are confronting one way or another. And that really is what gives you power in this earthly realm if you're dealing with a uh, particularly problematic uh, spirit, if you're at all um, dealing with any spirits. Most of us aren't. Um, uh, but uh, it, the, the power is yours in this earthly realm because um, this whole, it's, it's, it's a just, there's justice, there's universal justice in the, in the universal consciousness, in the higher realms, in the lower realms, in the middle realm. Um, the, the principle of justice is always there, justice and truth. And we get the shadow side. So toxicity, negativity, uh, and they will have to account these earthbound spirits for whatever they do. And so that's why when you look at paranormal investigators and they're invoking uh, God or great spirit or their guardian angels or Christ, um, that's why these spirits become a little bit afraid because they know, they know that the, the underlying principle of everything is justice. And the aid of wands, um, yeah, what uh, they may be reluctant to face what they've done. And so they stay here 
and cause havoc. But at the end of the day, uh, they too will be will face their passage. It's inevitable. Now it's all about love. <laughs> so again, love in your heart, <laughs> new starts, um, and having plans and strategies um, will give you stability. Uh, even when you're uh, grieving or there's loss here, uh, it's it's the vibration is always raised through love. And so I guarantee you if one of these paranormal investigators got themselves into sticky waters and they started thinking about the person they love the most and sending love out to that spirit, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, regardless if it was negative or otherwise, they would uh, they would be safe. The investigator would be safe. Love is the key. Love is the answer. And just as it is in the paranormal world, uh, so very powerful, it's so very powerful in this earthly life of ours and for humanity. So I'll leave that there. Hope you enjoyed Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light. Again, uh, Apple, I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iHeartRadio, FM Player, all the major podcast uh, host channels. Um, and I have a website on Podbean and also a, a, a YouTube channel now because some people prefer to watch um, called uh, at uh, Random Sage Podcast on YouTube. Whichever way you prefer to listen to your podcast, there are lots of choices. So I'll be back again next week with something new uh, or semi-weekly, um, maybe next fortnight. But I'll be back um, and this podcast will run in 2023. So get used to me. Get your cuppa, get your wine, get your hiking boots off, on, I should say, or off, uh, and put your earphones in because uh, I'll be here for a while. Random Sage uh, with Marianne from Revealing Light. Thank you for tuning in. Bye for now.